Hey guys, this is Joe Hendricks and welcome to the Basic Photography Podcast, where I just tell you the basics of photography and you take it to the next level. Today, I want to talk to you about composition. And I know a lot of other podcasts will tell you thirds and all this other stuff, so I'm going to try to explain it in a different way for you, a way that you can understand it. So you can go ahead and grab your camera if you want, head out on a photo shoot, put your headphones on, and listen to this as you're shooting. That would help out quite a bit, but you don't have to. Just uh, just replay it later, um, but just take this in. Okay, so let's get started. So when you're out taking a picture of something, no matter what it is, composition is everything. Now, the number one thing that everybody does is they put heads in the middle. What do I mean by that? So like, if you're taking a picture of a friend or a family or a wedding or whatever it is, your focal point, for the most part, if you never move it, is in the center. So when you take a picture of somebody, you usually focus where that focal point is and you don't do anything else and you take that picture just as it is. What that does is it puts a head right in the middle of your photograph, and that's not cool. So there's a thing called recompose. I don't know if you've ever learned this or not, but it's the simplest thing in the world, and it will change the way your pictures look forever. And um, have you ever had somebody take a picture of you, and you see them point the camera right at you, and then they point the camera down, and you're like, what? <laughs> Are you taking a picture of my stomach? <laughs> or something like that? Like It feels weird when you're on the other side of the camera, and you see somebody recompose because you wonder, like, are they getting me in the picture? But that's what recomposing does is you take your center single focus point, you get that focus on their face, and then you recompose it. And all I mean is that you move your camera to the left or right, up or down, as to create a nice, comfortable amount of space around the person. So the example that I just gave a second ago where the head stays in the center basically allows for a lot of space above their head. Have you ever seen that? You know, and, and that's not going to be too uncomfortable to you to see because you see a lot of other photographers do the same thing, so you don't see anything wrong with it. But that's a huge problem. I mean... You guys need to recompose your pictures, and I don't mean to put your head like all the way up at the top or all the way to the left or right to where there's barely any space left for your head. What I mean is just have a comfortable, or around, a comfortable amount of room around your subject. So I'm going to just interject real quick and say I don't edit these podcasts. I just say them straightforward, so you're going to hear me mess up every once in a while. So next time you go out and take a picture, focus on their face and then recompose it. Put a little bit of space above their head. So basically all you're doing, focusing, tilting down. That's it. Just work on that. Focus, tilt down. When you tilt down, have a little bit of space above their head and your pictures will dramatically improve just from that one little step. The next thing that I want you to do is I want you to focus, tilt down, move left. Focus, tilt down, move left. And all you're doing now is you're positioning them in the one-thirds line that a lot of people tell you about in technical um, basic photography podcasts or videos or whatever. 
That's all you're doing. You're tilting down, moving left. Or you can move right. It does not matter. Either way, as long as you're allowing some space on the left or right of them. And what this does, you don't necessarily have to do that every single time. In fact, if your subject is in the center, all of the attention is right on them, and that's really cool. But if you have other things that you want to show in in your picture, tilting down, left, or right, will allow you to get those things in. So what is an example of something like that? Let me give you one. So I was in Nashville taking pictures of a friend's son's baseball game. Uh, He was six years old. He was just getting into baseball, and I wanted to take some cool pictures for him. So, of course, the standard shot that you would normally get is you see the kid get a baseball in his hand, you focus on him, tilt down, and he's throwing the baseball or he's hitting the ball or whatever he's doing in that moment. And when you move left or right, it doesn't really fill in the space. But if he's going to be throwing the ball to the left... Well, then you tilt down, move left. And that way you're allowing space for where the ball is going to travel because your eye is going to want to go that way. If he's throwing the ball to the right, tilt down. And when I say tilt down, remember, I'm just adding a little bit of space above his head so that there's not a huge amount of sky in this picture. And then tilt right so that you can follow the ball to the right. Now, A really cool and clever way to use this composition is you have to think ahead in composition, especially in sports. This is kind of an extreme example, but let's say he's he's got the ball and now he's throwing the first base. Do you think you're ever going to know he's throwing the first base if you just have a picture of him catching the ball and throwing it? You're not going to know where he's throwing it to. He could be throwing it to his dad. He could be throwing it to anybody. But now we're adding context to the picture. So what you do as a photographer is you think ahead. You go over to first base. You get right in position to where you can see the first baseman in your camera, in your frame. And then you can see the boy catching the ball and throwing the ball. Now, can you have the first baseman in the center and then have the boy throwing the ball in the center? No. And why not? Because you're not going to be able to see him. So what you need to do is you need to position, pre-position, the first baseman like on the right side. Okay? Let's just do that as an example. Let's say this boy is on second base and he's thrown to the first baseman. Okay? So position the first baseman on the right side and then have the boy who's a second baseman catching the ball and throwing it on the left. Now remember, the boy who's throwing the ball is who you want in focus. So So what you're going to do is you're going to focus on him. Now let's say you didn't follow any of these rules and you did photography like you would normally do it. Okay, So you've focused on that boy on his face He gets the ball and he throws it. You do not recompose. And now you have a first baseman barely in the picture, like part of his shoulder over here on the right. That's all you have in there. You don't really know what's going on. You know he's throwing the ball to somebody, 
don't really know exactly what it is or anything else like that. Now, if you use the techniques I just showed you, tilt down, scroll up, move over to the right, you've recomposed your shot, your focus is not changing because you're doing one of two things. You're either holding your button down halfway, which locks a focus, or you're manual focusing, okay? Or you're back button focusing, and we can talk about that in more advanced um, podcasts. But now, you have your guy in focus. He's throwing it to the first baseman. You are such a clever photographer that you've recomposed the shot, and now you have the whole entire first baseman in your frame and the boy who's throwing to him. So now you have the shot, and you just keep it there, okay? And keep that com composition. It's going to be hard when you first try this because you're going to naturally want to go back and put him in the center. But all you're doing is you're keeping that frame with a boy throwing the ball is on the left, the guy catching the ball is on the right, and then you can see that ball traveling to the first baseman in your picture. And now you have an epic shot. And now you are amazing to all your friends because you capture the whole entire scene. And guess what? Because this is an action shot of the second baseman thrown to the first baseman, guess what else is going to happen in this picture if you keep everything composed correctly? Can you guess it? The runner, the person who hit the ball, is now going to be running into your scene in just a second. All you have to do is hold it. And then you'll see him. You know, he may cover the second baseman. You don't know. You're taking a chance at this point. But you've got your composition. you got everything in focus. And you're showing where he's throwing it. And that's the main thing. And that, my friends, is how composition is done. I used sports as an analogy for this whole thing because it just seems to make sense a little bit more. But the same thing applies for landscape photography and everything else. You know, just compose a tree on the right. Um, don't leave a lot of space above the mountain. You know, get your focus, point down, move left or right. And uh, that recomposition of your image in a landscape photography picture allows you to get everything in one shot without having to edit it later. And what editing does is it makes the image smaller, okay? So basically your whole picture is just done. And it saves on editing, saves on everything else. But I want you guys to go out and practice that, okay? Go to a sports game. Uh, go to a little kid kicking a ball to their mommy or daddy. Um, you know, go find a pet. A pet that's running left and right. And practice this over and over and over. Recomposition or recomposing the shot to make great composition will make your picture stand out more than anything else in the world. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast on composition. If you have any questions for me, email me at joe at joehendricks.com. I hope to provide some comment section under the podcast in the future. But grab your camera, go out, replay this, uh, share it with your friends uh, if you really enjoyed it. And thank you for listening. I am Joe Hendricks.